If you don't have no money, don't call my phone. Workplace informants, man, leave me alone. I'm trying to figure out where we go on the lunch. So me and Crooked Halo can go smoke this blunt. Scamco Incorporated, stay in the conversation. I'm looking for occupations daily at my workstation. There's dream qualifications for only $9. Got scholars living in squalor. Reduce the seller hollers. Praying that the car don't die on the road As I see my supervisor run through the new hose Owner of the company got coke on his nose Gently used gift cards about to make me explode And I'm not that motherfucker that fixed your income And I didn't make you have four kids with them bums It's past time that we changed the game Healthcare in the country is a goddamn shame And if you think that food workers deserve to be poor When these shife companies got cheese to pay more Y'all the reason that this nation's steady ran by crooks And until we change the shit, we gon' stay getting jail So if you don't have no money, don't call my phone Workplace informants, man, leave me alone Trying to figure out where we going to lunch So me and Crooked Halo can go smoke this blunt Yo, Juked Radio presented by Follow Black Dollars Sponsored by Wristwork Custom It's your boy Richie Carlisle We got Ramona Stacks in the building What's happening? What's happening? Glad to be here No question, man I don't even do December, <laughs> when the last show aired, I had no idea. Nothing at all. No idea that we would be where we at right now. No Man, idea. How do we even get here? I can't even, dude. I can't even explain. Let's let's go in a, in, a, in order of events. <laughs> Like, I don't even, I don't even know where to start, man. You know, we pandemic, the world banging on white supremacy. Finally, Kobe gone, no sports. You mean, so just think about it for a minute. There was no March madness, no March madness, no NBA playoffs, no playoffs for real. And for the people that really care, no masters golf tournament, <laughs> <laughs> no Wimbledon. I'm a Wimbledon dude. I watch, I may only watch like two tennis joints a year, but Wimbledon, none of that. All that shit done. Kaepernick fucking told y'all. He fucking told y'all what would happen. He begged y'all on one knee. On one it, knee. It don't even Peacefully. Get, you know what? When a motherfucker on one knee, that shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on, man. When somebody gets on a knee, I think of happiness. I think of, you know, surrendering to someone yeah. or something. I think of, you know, peace. Submission. It's like submission. Please. Now, the whole world on fire. Right. Fucking told y'all. This is crazy. Yo, John Bolton is a piece of shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He a piece of shit, man. You know what I'm saying? He do had all the evidence needed to get this dickhead out of office and said, nah, 
gonna drop this book though. <laughs> he dropped it. Man, they need, to, they need to sue him into the poorhouse for that shit. And you know, the Republican Republican congressmen and senators need to just quit and be locked up for violating their oath of office by supporting Trump flat out. I mean, dude. Anyway, a lot of us found out how essential we were per the federal government, and America created over four trillion dollars out of thin air. So reparations are seriously in play along with universal basic income and health care. You can't tell the people now that y'all don't have the money to do these programs when y'all didn't set up and created $4 trillion out of nothing. I sat there and watched them do $1.7 trillion for the stock market so the bitch wouldn't crash in flames. And it still did, but I mean... They created one almost two trillion dollars out of nothing. They created that from canceling programs that would have helped prevent the situation we're in. But, that, but that's the thing. <laughs> they canceled all the programs Understand, we needed to get that on money. that day. They just the Fed was like one point seven one point seven five trillion dollars. We need that now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like since since the show aired, we didn't sat back and watch the stock market just stop. They said nope, nope. I've never in my life. Seeing the stock market say, nah, we losing too much. We're going to stop trading, period. Stop trading. <laughs> it stopped everything. And that's why it kills me when people still say, you know, it's something that it's not really happening. It's not really going on. Like, the whole world don't ever stop like that. I think everybody really believed this whole thing was really real when sports went away. Yeah. When they said, okay, we taking away basketball. There's no more. Was, no oh, distractions. This is real. This is no distractions, right. y'all. Y'all cannot. You, know? you can no escapism. And so the world has had an opportunity with no escapism to see, right. you know, the plight of black people in America, to see it. There's no, there's no game to watch. No. There's no concert to go to. No rally, none of that shit. So you got to see it and everybody's salty. We've been right, telling y'all this shit forever. <laughs> All of America got to see the alligator tears. Yeah. The, oh my God, he's getting me in the park. That was the 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 crack. That video, that dumb woman that went on there, shared that video, that she got shared online, crying alligator tears yeah. because of an innocent black woman doing nothing wrong, just telling yeah. her to do what she's supposed to do. And that's that was a highlight. How come the New York the Times world? just 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 shit it on her whole life? <laughs> they were like, yeah, she uh paid sixty five grand. <laughs> to get a divorce Right Dude didn't get the divorce And got another chick friend And and the worst part of everything is That There was nothing nobody could say She was even abusive to the dog Right Like you know normally Normally <laughs> <laughs> They would have found I mean, something Yo But the dog though And the they dog. And they gave the dog back I'm like man what? But that's the thing You know you're seeing it Cause the thing is There's no distractions from all the stuff that would normally be going on so you can see what's happening. Police is quitting because now you can't beat black people asses without impunity. Said, fuck that, I quit. I'm going to go ahead and... Right. And they quit because they know a lot of people are on board. A lot of people see that there really is a problem. There is something going on. And, you know, it's something with me, you know, from where I grew up, I have a very, very, very scattered Facebook feed. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So I get to see a lot of both perspectives and I don't appreciate it. So I've lost a lot of friends over the past few years. And I think that's what's come to a head during these past few months, starting with the loss of Kobe. The loss of Kobe kind of gave everybody the shock syndrome. Yeah. And then one by one by one, everything, we're like, what else? And what else? Like, what else could be worse than Kobe? Like, you know what I mean? And then things kept progressively uh, going. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 what it's a I'm mess. What I'm tripping on is the in. fact that people are seriously, like, people, like, it's going to be 
a packed house in Tulsa, Oklahoma to see Trump. I'm thinking to myself, it gotta be just flat out, un- it's gotta be just flat out racism mm-hmm. for you to still be supporting this dude. You cannot tell me with a straight face. There's no way. With a straight face? I think that's the scariest part is that when you really see all the stuff going on and there's people that really go to bat for this man, like they really like call, sacrifice this they man. Hold, they hold credibility. You're sacrificing a lifetime of work and your, your legacy for this dude. Mm-mm. You're an idiot. <laughs> no. fucking idiot you know what I'm Get saying but you know again so it brings us to the topic you know what did your employer do how did they respond during perhaps the fucked up year in our lifetime you know did you lose your job a lot of people lost their job and it is not coming back it wasn't like a temporary layoff business is closed you know what I'm saying did your job become more hazardous you know did things actually get better um, we've seen that the best organizations took real good gear to people. Others, not so much. Yeah. Please call in 216-772-3393. Let's talk about it. Well, we was going to have um, <laughs> West Wing <laughs> Music Group, uh, King Chi and Molly G slide through, you know, and talk about you know the different things they got going on. Juneteenth happened, them niggas didn't make it. <laughs> it's all right. We're not even mad. Just you know, come next time. But you know, we want to you know thank y'all for the for the ball ass spread mm-hmm. that y'all have helped you know bring to the spread. table. You know what I'm saying? Either way, yeah, they're gonna be back though. You know, for real. You know, I'm gonna talk my talk a little joint. You know, talk a little shit about you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, like the topic today, like I said before, is how did your employer? How did the person, the people that pay your bills, they that, that tell you in meetings that we care about you, we're nothing without our employees. How did they? How did? What did they do? How did they respond in all of this? Did they? Did they immediately go to the layoff card? Mm. A lot. I know a lot of people that that had to go through that. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? Did they do that? Mm. You know, and sometimes in business, you know, you have no choice but to close your doors. So it's not necessarily a negative reflection on the organization that they had to close. If, you, if, if, like, for example, you're a restaurant, you know, and nobody's coming to the restaurant, mm-hmm. you you can't just keep the payroll going. You know, you're going to have to lay people off. But then when things come back, did they call you back? Or And the thing is, is one thing I noticed is that a lot of uh, companies that did open up, people weren't coming back because they were making more money from unemployment then they were getting paid. And, you know, I'm not a math, I'm not a math scholar. <laughs> you know, I didn't major in economics, but if I'm making more money not coming in, dealing with y'all, right. I'm going to stay at home. And then when that's over, then, you know, I come back. But the thing is, is that that's a reflection on the fact that a lot of employers have been underpaying people for years. You know, for people to say, you know what, fuck you, I quit. Or for people to walk off the job after getting the tax return. Mm-hmm. You know, you was if, if you had a staff that did that to you, you need to reevaluate how you take care of your said staff. You want them to come yeah, in and work story. late. You want them to work hard. You know what I mean? And but you want to pay them slave wages. You're not getting paid slave wages. I mean, for real. Like after you know, when you make so much money, right? You know, it gets to the point to where you have if you have all of your personal needs met. You know what I'm saying? And being you still not you want to figure out ways to maximize. I mean, nothing. You have to maximize your dollars as a business. You do, but it gets to the point to where you can't sit here. A lot of these business owners, 
you know what I'm saying, me to large, can't sit here with a straight face and say that they can't afford to be competitive <laughs> if they don't pay a living wage. Fuck out of here with that. Fuck out of here with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're lying. And this whole pandemic has exposed, it's exposed the lies that, you know, corporate America and America in general has been built upon. Lies. We can't afford to do. Yes, you can. You're going to give up. They want to do another two, three, four trillion with this second stimulus package. So don't sit here and tell <laughs> particularly black people. Don't tell black people you can't afford to do anything. Don't say that you created. Y'all are creating money out of thin air. Pay the shit. Right. And Especially is, when other companies have solidified themselves because of their turnaround and their reaction to the whole virus and the pandemic and everything. I know companies have done very well. By their very employees, well. You know what I mean? So they make those other companies, you know, pale in comparison, yeah. you know, as a result. So it is the time. And, and that's where all those truths are important to have been revealed to us because now we know where we should head, where right. we, we should trust our future, where we should put in that time, that work that we were putting in before all this. Like, who's going to take care of us and who's not? Yeah, who's really, what we learned. Who's really doing square biz? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can say that, you know, me and you, we work for the same employer. You know, no names, please. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of haters out there, <laughs> you know. But they, 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 they took real good care of us, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, for we sure. You know, and the thing is, we're in an industry Ooh. where it was deemed essential. Yeah. You know, our industry is essential. So it's like this also to teach people, particularly with, with kids that are that are in high school, that are looking at going to college, you know, which industries you should target and avoid. <laughs> How about the emails about, you know, when writing and when commotion was going on, mm -hmm. letting us know that we should, you know share with people how our product could benefit them you know with Absolutely. what was going on like hey we support everything we we in the back here um but at the same time they found a way to help us still benefit from it right you know what i mean you know in a good way uh-huh so that's the thing i mean not only that but like which organizations um you know encourage you to donate to righteous causes you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or that was doing, like some companies was doing two for one um, pledges. Like whatever, you know, company that you donate to, or, well, not company, but cause, your employer would double. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Would would double your um, contribution. Yeah. So that's that the thing, man. Um, right. You know, whereas you have other companies that are like, don't you dare wear no Black Lives Matter apparel. Oh, so you're so what you're so what and are you saying? Turn it around Hold after up. the fact so, with the so, apology. So 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 you're saying that our lives don't matter, but you want us to work all these hours for you, and you want us to support your business and attend as well. to your customers and produce profit for you. Oh well, you know what? We didn't. That ain't what we meant. <laughs> that's not what we meant. It's like right. yeah. So turn your phone down. You know. So that's the thing. You know what I mean? Um. They've been having to do these about faces, and now you're seeing it, it's a it's a wave now. But you'll see, you know, who's really, you know, about the cause. Because people will say one thing, like you know, Chick Fil A, they was like, you know, you know, Black Lives Matter, woo woo woo. But at the same time, it's contributing money, you know, to political causes that are against <laughs> in opposition. Yeah, we see you, we see you. Right. Y'all got good sandwiches though, but you know what? It, it ain't that good. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Just but then you also see the good. ones that go hard for it. Like, okay, yeah. Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry. I'm like, man. Ben, I'm, I'm going to buy every Ben and Jerry's flavor. Right. You but know, you know what? They've been hard. they've been socially aware and conscious for a very long time. A very time. long time. You know, a very long time. So mm-hmm. it was nothing new. They're not new to to this at all. Whereas you had other companies, you know, coming out hella awkward. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To the whole thing. So yeah, <laughs> trying to work this damn watch bar. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, that's the thing. Like call in 216-772-3393. You know, tell us, you know, if you if you lost your job, you know, exp- you know, tell us about that. You know, on the other hand, if your company was like dope, you know, let us know. I mean, like our company. Oh, there we go. We got a call on the air. <laughs> all right. We all look up, y'all. Get off your phones and look up. <laughs> We are Radio Juke Radio. It's your boy Richie Carlisle. What's your name? Where you calling from? You know my name and you know where I'm calling from. Oh, uh, what up, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> what up? What man? up? We what chilling, up? man. We chilling. Hey. So. Hey, first off, thanks for the uh, little Juneteenth thing, man. That was nice. Yo, you welcome, man. You know, he came to the crib. We did a Juneteenth uh, celebration. Um, you know, this, this year was special. You know, shout out to Big Squeeze. He said that this, this Juneteenth in particular was extra special. You know what I mean? It is. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, what up, Chuck? Uh, I am way too early and way too late, but what's going on? Man, we uh, we talking about um, how has your company responded to the to the litany of things that's happened over the last six months? You know, like pandemic. Oh, and, Lord, know, where do I begin? You know, did you lose your job or did they take <laughs> care of you? You know what I'm saying? You know, so that's what we're talking about. So, you know, you know tell, do you want to tell the people your experience? Um, sure. <laughs> okay. You got a few hours or a no, few minutes? No, we got like a, you got like one minute. <laughs> All right. In Some 60 seconds. In 60 seconds, I was an essential, non-essential employee that was furloughed without pay since March 12th. And then um, I got my unemployment after a month, and my company says, you're an employee, but you're not an employee, but uh, look elsewhere. Wow. Hmm. I'm just talking about And my so- company is Pearl Vision at Legacy <laughs> Village. Put them out there. Damn. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Yo, thanks, Now, everybody. what you got? What so- you got? So you know everybody that's that's checking in, man. Share the fair to feed. We definitely appreciate it, man. But that's the thing, man. Some companies have really, they have either earned their the trust of their employees, or they got mad people on Monster and Indeed looking going through this. If they wasn't like laid off or what have you, you know what I'm saying. So that's the thing. Some companies have really, they have either earned their the trust of their employees, or they got mad. And I can't, you know, the thing is that I don't, you know, for the fact that your employer did that. You know that's it's despicable. Um, yeah, that is despicable. You mean telling me terrible. people not? Well, well let me tell you. Let me tell you the whole thing. They're still open. They're down to a skeleton crew, and the people are getting so overworked. They're want, they're willing to quit. Wow. wow. The girl fired her own brother. Man, he just giving up the tea. <laughs> oh my god. Long Island you Ice Tea. <laughs> My manager fired her own brother. 
man. That's up. And we be on the Call of Duty like what? <laughs> Why? Wow. Man, that's the thing, man. You know, you know, like But look at the position they put her in. Okay, fire your brother. Well, I mean, you know, that's the thing, man. You're gonna either do what's you're gonna do what's real or do what's comfortable. You know what I'm saying? But that's what that that came from up top. I thought Bill cared about us. He went to West Point. Bill don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> exactly, mundo. Bill like Bill is about dollar bill. You know exactly. What I'm your name is Dollar Dollar Bill. Yeah, you know, no question. For real. And man. I'll put you out there too, <laughs> Mr. President. Man, he been out there. <laughs> but the thing is, is that right now. I think that the only people that's really supporting him are the true or, or the true blue racist people, man. And it's an unfortunate. I ain't talking a, about Trump. I'm talking them. about the owner. I ain't talking about 45. I'm talking about the owner of Pearl Vision. Oh wow. Oh wow. Shots fired like a mother. Right. Be like you. You gonna have to. You ain't gonna never. <laughs> he gonna put you out the glass game. <laughs> Pull me out the glass game. I am the glass game. Damn. You know what? You're right. <laughs> 24 years <laughs> Man That's what's happening man Hey Chuck man Thanks for calling in man We appreciate you bro Let me finish my coffee buddy Okay <laughs> Alright bye bye <laughs> 100 man My boy Chuck Chuck from Cleveland Heights Calling in man No doubt Yeah what up my man My man uh, T-Pope Checking in from Huntsville Alabama man We appreciate you for rocking with us you know what I'm saying? So that's the so I mean the thing, you know, perfect example of what we're talking about. You know, the scam code inks and why we're here. We're here, you know, to um to bring down, you know, the scam code inks of the world. You know what I mean? Real talk. Scam code ink, you ask what is a scam code ink? Scam code ink is an organization that does shit like that. <laughs> right. That's terrible. You know what I'm saying? A scam code ink, if you're in the financial services arena. These are the people that will change your compensation package five or more times in a calendar year. <laughs> we got a comment in here from Rubino Rosado. All right. He said, did y'all hear about 24,000 people got to return their unemployment benefits? Oh. In Ohio. They got to return them? They have to return them. You know what I did? Damn. The state of Ohio is a scam coming. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? I, I mean, I was really unemployed. What you mean? I, how is they doing that? Okay. I think it's that? due to a lot of fraud cases. People just putting down what they got to put down to get the biggest check. You know how they do. Oh, well, you know, in that case, I can't be mad at the they state of Ohio. Audits. I'm sorry, state of Ohio. They're doing uh, national audits on these. State of Ohio handles the shit. Does this handles the shit well? Like compared to yeah, other states, like Ohio did well. a lot better than other states. Yeah. These other states is like experiencing a second wave right now. It's like, well, you know what? The those are those are those those red the reddest of the reddest states <laughs> are now I red mean. as fuck on the coronavirus. Y'all dumbasses. <laughs> they red as fuck. You know, you know, except for like California. You know, what I'm saying the California did what they did, but you got that's a huge state. I'm not making excuses for them yeah. at all. Cause they got all these measures in place, but you know, a lot of people fly in from California, from all over the world, particularly, you know, China, Japan, you know, they flying in, but again, no, no excuses. But the thing is the, the lion's share, the overwhelming majority of the states that are taking it on the chin with this coronavirus are the states that were not serious about implementing, you know, these precautions. Ohio shut down was one of the first states to shut it down. 
Right. Now we're enjoying. Hold up, we're enjoying our summer. (laughs) We are enjoying our summer. The levels are level. You know what I'm saying? You know, especially in comparison to like Alabama, Alabama, Texas, Florida is really taking it on the chin. South Carolina. On South Carolina, I don't think did shit. They was like they did either. They was Uh, like. "Mm." Like we don't believe in that there. That's that that's fake news. <laughs> that's fake news and you know, praise Jesus oh and Donald God. J. Trump. And now y'all taking it on the fucking chin. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's a failure. You know, that's a failure it is it's it's criminal. You know, if we had someone else, you know, you know, at sixteen hundred um Black Lives Matter Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> We wouldn't be going through this shit. I mean, for real, we wouldn't be going through it. It would like measures would have been took, you know, and we wouldn't be going through it like the way we'd going through it. You know what I'm saying? America got exposed for the third world country that it is. Other countries are like, what you mean you don't have national health care? Huh? Why is that? Uh 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 yeah. What you mean you're gonna give people a one time payment of twelve hundred with Canada then pretty every much single month. They shut pay it out down. every single month. Yeah. They're like, well, you know what? Boom. What's the excuse? There is no excuse. You know the, what I'm our handling of this epidemic and this virus has been subpar compared to every other country. And it's it they it's look poor, at us as a, But look at the leadership. Look real. at the leadership. The leadership was poor as hell. And on top Porous. of that, you will see them. I actually know firsthand people who actually support this person. And, and you know what I mean? It drives crazy because we bump heads so hard. But to see their defense, their defense is, oh, he tried to stop people coming from China. He didn't even know anything about an epidemic at that point in time. And prior to that, he fired the whole entire department put in place to deal to with certain deal things. With something like this. Because it, it was a situation of the predecessor. Did. It's like, dude, do you understand why it was done? Now you do. Oh, they now understand, you do. but they choose not to acknowledge it. They won't accept nah. accountability because they understand that he fumbled. He fumbled precariously. He's been fumbling whole the whole situation. time. The he, whole he, he time. Was also, uh, why we got to pay all these people? They don't do shit. Right. <laughs> How are we the so most powerful bad, country though. in the world? We don't have ventilators. It's like, you. the thing is, is that you know why you do it? It's the same reason why you pay for your auto insurance. Right. You ain't going to get no fucking accident <laughs> no time soon. Case. So when you, when something happened, you can be the person that's like, oh, shit, my car wrecked. They about to get me into a rental <laughs> for the next 30 days. No money down. I'm mm-hmm. driving the car for the next 30 days. It's better than the one that I had. Or you on the fucking bus right. <laughs> with the crazies because you didn't, you know, you didn't take the, that's, that's why you pay those people. Their insurance. That's right. And nobody, no person will sit here and tell you that the, the, they don't see the the benefit of taking care of that or your homeowner's insurance or your renter's insurance. You do that because you're not going to get hit by lightning. Your house most likely won't catch fire. But if it does, <laughs> <laughs> if it does, you and your family is at the Sheridan chilling. Right. Eating $5 cookies. You pay for us to assume the risk. You pay for your insurance company to assume that risk. That's why you, you pay those fucking people. We yes. said, fuck those people. Now it was like, oh, and y'all come, y'all just grabbing their straws now trying to figure out what do we do when the plan was there? Dude left you. The thing is that Obama was he like, he, he gave you. Obama put us in, in, the, in the right direction. Yeah. He took that all apart. His whole goal was to take everything Obama out of the White House. And it's like, dude, you just fucked the country. Right. But you know, that's what happens when you put someone in leadership that is all about them. 
about themselves. He don't really care about the country. This was just another feat for him to accomplish in life to show it was a power struggle, things like mm -hmm. that. See how much fun he could have with it. And right. he's got us in turmoil. And, uh, you know, it's scary. That By far the okay most unqualified this. person for any job. Oh, my God. <laughs> unqualified for any job. And even before he even got the job, people were aware of that, which is what makes it even scarier. Like, people weren't... No, because they figured, they figured, you know what? The Republican leadership figured we can get all these Supreme Court judges through so that they can maintain white supremacy for the next 50 years. Hmm. That's the reason. They're like, we don't care about this country. We care about us. Right. And my sponsors and the people that put me in office. I'm taking care of them. But they don't care. And now, unfortunately, you're exposed. So the thing is now, as a, as a country, what are we going to do about it? Are you going to get us do another go at it? You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, they probably will. They probably will. Or, you know, dude may cheat because, you know. No, I, I think it's gotten to a point where a lot of people, you know, bringing, back, bringing us back to everything that's happened in the past few months. I think a lot of people have had a rude awakening as to where we really stand right now as a country. In and comparison lot, right, in the world, it's like you mean. In comparison to the rest you of the world. Y'all thought the child was just John yeah. Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are, like you know right saying? alongside us in the same conundrum you know, that we're all having. You know, America's the dude in the one fight video that's doing all the jumping and the showing off and the extra chops and shit prior to the fight. Corona was like the fighter that's chilling. Mm hmm, mm hmm. <laughs> and right. you on the ground, like, damn. It's like, nah, we've been telling y'all. People have been explaining and talking about. The need for you know nationalized healthcare. They've been, we've been talking about having a livable wage. All of that. The need for uh, basic income. Right. That has been beyond a shadow of a doubt proven that the way things are going price wise with the economy, everybody needs to check for a grand at least just because. Just because because what you gonna do with the thing is, is that if you need that grant you're gonna you're gonna meet your needs or most of them you know what I'm saying if you don't need that grant guess what you're gonna do you're gonna put that money right back into the economy either you're gonna buy shit or you're gonna put that money in the bank and then buy some shit it makes sense right all the sense in the world you just seen an ep a epidemic a pandemic where people are not getting treated because they don't have insurance. And people are dying, literally. And you're seeing inequities in all facets of life being exposed. You know, the way that, you know, everyone from police, employers, medical professionals discriminate against black people and other people of color, but particularly black people. Right. You know, where you have all these doctors and these nurses and these hospitals sending black people home like, no, you don't need to. They refusing and for the longest, they refuse to run diagnostic tests and screenings when a black person comes to the hospital with an issue. We're not going to run that test. Nah, just go home. You're good. And then they die at the house. You know what I'm saying? I tell everybody, you know what I mean? Like, you know, shout out, you know, shout out to Crooked Halo. Like last summer, I was, you know, I had a scare. I had a health scare. And um, they didn't want to run tests on my heart. And she told me, like, look, ask them to put it in writing. And I did. Man, they ran all them damn tests. And, you know, it, I was cool. That's crazy. I was cool, but the thing is that I got insurance. I got excellent insurance. I got that Blue Cross Blue Shield. Right. They like, oh, yeah. We got you. But they didn't. They was like, nah, you're cool. 
what if I would have like died because someone refused to run? It it shouldn't even be an issue to where the health system is so monetized that the question of whether or not to run a fucking screening is based upon that. And the and the thing is, we've seen time and again that the money is there, the money there. It's just that the people that got the money, they instead of like you know taking care of the people, they want to buy you know super yachts. Right. I mean, and it's that simple. It's that simple. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It it really is, and and, and that's cruel. And the thing is, is that you got people that don't have a pot to piss in or want to throw it out, defending them because the same people that's buying super yachts is telling them that good racist shit. Right. They're pulling to their racist beliefs, and it's been going on for the longest. But people they refuse to see it. No, I think a lot of people knew what was going on. They just were okay with the suppression of it, and they were okay with the being able to live day to day. And you know, it's not I affecting feel how them. I feel it's not affecting me. But as soon as everything went to hell, and you know, you got people going crazy in the streets, you got people dying every day. Now it's national. Now other countries are rallying with us. Like, hey, this country over here has a problem. People are starting to look at themselves like. Oh, I'm a okay. piece of shit. You know, I'm a piece of shit. You know, I've allowed this to happen for a long time. I've sat there and I've watched this stuff I've happen. thrown away applications with yes. with I've with sat and I've joked about that applicant <laughs> knowing that they didn't have a shot from the moment they walked in the door. Even though they was uber qualified for yes. said position. Then the person that then that my employer chose at that point in time, I sat there and I chose to allow that to happen and now it brought and to didn't light speak up. that I was that person. Yeah. And I think that's the problem is them accepting accountability because it's a lot of accountability to accept. Everybody, this country already got to accept accountability for what they've done 400 years that everybody already knows about. And then, boom, here's all this shit. We in modern day. You see other people in progression, other countries progressing. Here comes America regressing. And why? Because, because we want to keep repeating never, history instead of making you never a change addressed and making it, it better. And the thing is, is that, you know what? A lot of this shit would be different had in the, eight, the mid-1800s, 1866, if you were just cut that fucking reparations check. And the fucked up part about this, they cut reparations for the slave owners. If you would have did that, if you would have did that, if you wouldn't have terrorized black communities that were doing their thing, you know what I'm saying? When we went to North Carolina, you had a situation where the city was, you know, had a black mayor, black city hall. You know, Black, Black City Street. Council, Black they, they literally ran them out of town, literally, and said, fuck, this is our shit now. Mm-hmm. Tulsa, Oklahoma, Rosewood, Philadelphia dropped bombs in a residential area in, eight, in the 80s, 85. But you know, you know what should kill you, though, is that you got a lot of people that weren't even aware of things like that happening. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm full Puerto Rican descent, mm-hmm. Latino all the way through, it's be two languages. But I went to a high school where I was the only one of my nationality. And so I was, I didn't understand that I was living racism. I didn't, I didn't realize that that's what was going on around until now as a grown woman. And I see a lot of those people today and I see their, their feedback and how they feel about it. I'm like, well, why, why wouldn't you ever make it clear to me that that's how you felt back then, you know, versus now. And you know, they have to accept that accountability. So that's why here's the thing, you know, I've seen a comparison. You know, it's like, well, I have white friends. They like me. It's like serial killers. Serial killers <laughs> have friends. They don't kill. You know, so that goes to show they may like you because you funny. 
or you, or for whatever reason, they may treat like you as a purpose person. But they still have that 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 fuck in the back. They of They don't fuck mind. with Puerto Ricans. No, <laughs> nobody likes Puerto Ricans. They don't mess with <laughs> black people like no. that. But they like you though. You know, but so, you're different. You're, you're different. different. You're not like you don't those count. people. You're not like those people. And my whole life, I'm like, I guess not. <laughs> and then as a young child, it's sad that, you know, you were put in that type of situation. And yeah. that's why I made it a point with my children to make sure they understood. But the thing you know? is, is that um, you have to, um, you know, when someone says that, it's like, so what are those people like? And why do you feel that way? It's fear. You know? They have a fear. I, I was saying the other day, they scrambling right now because... Right now, there's nothing no one can say. There's nothing. There's if you a righteous person, you can't look at what's going on right now and say, "Oh, everything's just perfectly, perfectly fucking fine." Like you, yeah. can, you can't be a righteous person and say that, right? You know there's yeah. a problem, yeah. and having to accept that you are a part of that problem, even though you just live regular day to day doing what you think is normal. Yeah. Like my boy Simone said, most wasn't aware of these things in history because they teach us their shit at school. History books just remind us of being a slave. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it like. The fact that there has been an ongoing campaign on all aspects of life to hide that knowledge and perpetuate a false narrative on all levels of society, you know what I'm saying, is is disgusting. But then it's like when you talk like that, people, you know, like my boy Swine used to call me conspiracy brother. <laughs> you know, conspiracy brother. I was conspiracy brother. But then we went through an experience. <laughs> And it's like sometimes it pays to have a you know a hindsight on stuff. Like we went we, the, we went through, we went through an experiences and over the past ten years it's like man, damn I'm like I fucking told y'all, <laughs> told y'all you know what I'm saying. But it's one thing to have a knowledge of that going on, but it's like when you really try to make progress. And the thing is, a lot of like police they don't they don't speak up because anytime they do they get fired. You're gonna fire the person that you're gonna fire the whistleblower. And promote the, the promote the perpetrator. Like the whole culture mm-hmm. needs to be just the power that police unions have needs to be just obliterated and redone. That's that's the, it needs that's to, it needs to be lies. redone. Notice I said redone because you have you probably have police officers like no we need unions are meant to advocate on the behalf of the worker so that they receive fair wages and their benefits. The unions in general, could you imagine? For example, if auto workers were getting away with murder, the auto workers worked out to where if an auto worker was convicted of a crime, <laughs> then they could get their job back. Right. They'll be suspended for two weeks. You know, the auto worker brothers pay. protect them. You got people that get, you know, or the fact that one thing I don't like, I think that one thing that should happen is that any person that's accused of a crime, like a police officer accused of a murder, should not be allowed to raise funds. Do GoFundMe or any of I that agree. shit. I agree. I because think that's a good these people may lose their job, be convicted in court, woo woo woo, but then they retire a millionaire, like the date, like Darren Smith or whatever his name was, the dude that killed um, the guy Change. in the St. Louis. He got it, man. They raised over a million dollars for him, and he lost his job. Yep. It's now like he's a millionaire. He getting a millionaire for killing the dude, for killing people, or these other officers getting jobs other places. Able to just go other places after after you know killing various people, you should not be allowed. If you get the accusation and is convicted, you should not be allowed to be in the industry. Period. There's certain things that we do as financial professionals. If we do that, like if you defraud a Medicaid customer, it's a felony, and you're out of the industry. 
any Medicare agents will tell you if you do that, you're out of the industry and you're going to jail. Police officer, you can be convicted and get a job somewhere else. You can. Or get fired. You get fired and go somewhere else and do the, do it again and again and again. And people want to quit because they, they now they're under... It's like, imagine this. You got officers in Atlanta and officers all over the country resigning because they got to be held accountable for how they do their job. Right. And another issue is that you're giving people the power to kill another human being, but they get trained for six months. It takes a motherfucker a year or two to get a hair and nail license. <laughs> to do hair. You got to put in six, all type of hours to do hair and nails and be a barber. You, it takes more schooling for you to be a barber. Then to after six months, we're gonna give you a gun and a badge and the authority to kill people. Six months, a gun and a badge, and you could be a young person too, somebody young and impressionable, somebody that could have been raised a certain kind of way, maybe was bullied in school, and then they get a badge and that power all of a sudden. Matter of fact, if you was bullied in school, y'all ass should just be ex from the industry. <laughs> if you hold, if you was bullied or if you was the bully, <laughs> right? Those if are the people you, that you can become bully, a cop in six you, months, or if you were. Everybody deals with bullies, but what I'm talking about is if you were constantly bullied, if you spent if, if you spent any time in a locker, <laughs> your ass should not be a cop. And if you was the person shoving <laughs> people in lockers, lockers you should right. not be a cop. You should not be a cop. Period. The people that should be police officers are the people that whooped up on the bully. If you will, if you spent your entire school lasted career beating bullies' asses, you're you, you are what we need, right? As police officers, flat That's out. That's how they should be advertised for who they want. They just have open signups to become a police officer out of nowhere. You could just you go know, sign up. People be want people be wanting to just kick butt and be superheroes and be on some comic book shit. No, you know what I'm saying. No, if you was if you was beating down bullies, you might be who we're looking for because if and, and if hold up actually let me check that if you was the person that whooped on a bully ass on behalf of somebody else right your police material <laughs> <laughs> it we gonna that's it we that's who we want the rest of y'all nope nope and i say that because you know you're not a coward and you have empathy and you self-sacrificed on behalf of somebody else those are the type of people that need to be police officers. The rest of y'all need to just lay it up, lay it down. Y'all need to do some other shit. Mm -hmm. You to... understand part of the role, <laughs> part of being a police officer is they teach you in a certain authority. You're supposed to speak in authoritative tone. You're supposed to yeah. be aggressive. You're supposed to treat the other person like you are above them and like you have that power. And that power can oftentimes go to people's heads too. Of course it you does. Can, you can go into police work and there's just start up a grudge with somebody because they're a constant you know like in our field we have a lot of customers and we can identify certain yeah. customers we said this is the 125 or this is the yeah well it's the same with officers and mm -hmm. oftentimes certain officers might develop a certain problem with a certain you go on just autopilot right you know what i mean and uh so oftentimes even if you come in with the right mindset you can be poisoned with it if you go to the right department where they all feel a certain kind of way and everybody's straight at this is how we feel and you in that department, you the rookie. You're training out. You're a training out. The, per the person right. who the person who you ride with can dictate everything. Exactly. Because it's your first day, and you're the person just that's taking you out, doing all type of flaw shit. It's your first day. What are you gonna do? Report them the first day, 
and the person that's taking you out got 10, 15, 20 years experience. You going to tell on them? You ain't going to tell on them. If you working a job with us at a call center, you not about to tell on them first day of the job. Because <laughs> you don't know who they are the first time of the job. That's why, you know, other places around the world, particularly in, in, you know, allegedly civilized, you know, European countries, police officers train for two years. That's how it should be. It two should years. Be like it's a that. two year deal. You you are you are not just training to enforce certain laws. You were training because people are supposed to be able they to They don't trust even know you. the law. They just be it is like they're encouraged to they lie to people. The and the fact that the fact that you as a uh, peace officer is encouraged and it's allowed for you to lie to people in order to arrest them, that that part of the game should be obliterated too. Cause it's like, so what are you really doing then? What is your purpose? You shouldn't be able to lie for shit. Cause if you're, if, if the thing is, is that you know you, you're encouraged to lie and tell people anything so you can catch them in a the lie mm-hmm. so that you can arrest them. You know what I'm saying? The whole system needs to be just just be broke down and redone. Break that shit down because it's, it's just you know. And these are the same people where if they're testifying about a crime, mm-hmm. you go you believe them off top. You believe them off top when they're encouraged to deceive the public. Right. Period. You know what I'm saying? Period. Oh, wow. We got my man Marion Lyons all the way from Louisiana. <laughs> he said that goes right with more thorough psychological testing, which I feel is a good start to redoing police selection and training. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like That's the true. whole methodology needs to be rethought, redone. And again, you know, it all starts with just obliterating the power you have to we have to take the power from these unions but then redo it cuz you want to you an, an employee and I'm pro union all day long we did a show last year about unions right you I'm pro union but the the police serve at the, at the mercy of the city we don't serve at the mercy of y'all we pay y'all how dare how you see what i mean Mm-hmm. How you got? I mean, you it, it, the power is in reverse. It's like no, you serve our our disposal. Besides, y'all do too much. You know, it's like our country send the police for everything, and that's the whole. People are like, "Well, do you mean defund the police?" What I mean, what they mean is, police should only be called out for violent situations. Don't send no police officer to get a fucking cat off the tree. You know, or because somebody sleep in the parking lot. Right. Call a tow truck. <laughs> the truck though. I mean, for real. Uh, call social services. It's like you could have called Uber. I think there should be there should be accountability in place for people who call the police without valid reason. Yeah. Like, all these, you know, we got yeah. the Karen thing going on. The little name, the Karens call the cops. And know, and, and the thing is, that should be a, should it, it should it should be a felony. It I should agree. be a class A felony because. I agree. You should, if, if me, I, I would, I would actually make it a attempted murder charge when the person is black or a minority. When Especially the if it's something going back to that one phone call, that one uh, video we referred to earlier about the woman in the park, something like that. That I agree. That should definitely that should have been be a attempted mur- murder. Attempted murder. She was trying death by cap. She was trying that. You can see it all in her face. You can see it in the inflection of her voice. The yeah. way she went from calm. Those like, should, those I'm should be, those should be murder charges. Yeah. Flat out. It should be a murder charge when you do when 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 you are you know a white person and you calling the police on a minority person. It should be because 
too many times, especially if you're not in imminent danger. Mm-hmm. If you call the police on black people for cooking a picnic, walking a dog, Swimming selling lemonade, <laughs> selling candy outside the store, that should be attempted murder. Attempted murder. Or felonious assault at the least. Because you mm-hmm. know you know what they're going to do. You have ill intent. You're not calling the police because you're being assaulted. Or you're not calling the police because they stole from you. Mm-hmm. Or you're not calling the police because they damaged your property. You're calling them to hurt someone. Right. Because you can't do it. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed. That should be a punishable offense. You should not be allowed to just call the police for a trivial stuff. You should have a little neighborhood watch. Yeah. Have a neighborhood watch for stupid shit. You know, like and that. the thing is that the fact that the fact that Zimmerman is still walking around breathing signing Skittles bags, it just it infuriates me. You know, and I'm gonna make another call to, to any gang members of criminal element in the state of Florida, y'all should just do the do the world of solid. <laughs> do the world of solid, I agree. Handle that. However you see fit. So I don't want nobody calling me talking about I did this in the third. Like however you want to see fit. If that means sitting him down and having a discussion or an open forum. <laughs> you know <laughs> I give y'all creative control <laughs> You got creative control Over that situation man for real You know what I'm saying so again back to the You know the topic you know a lot of us Found out How essential Whatever we was doing for money Is you know what I'm saying And the thing is you know And, 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 it's, and it's according to the powers that be I'm not going to sit here and say that certain, that certain Fields aren't needed you know, mm-hmm. for example, you know, I know a lot of friends of mine that are DJs or party performers or what have you. Right. You know, you may have met the love of your life at a party. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's real, though. At Bartenders. a party. A wedding. Your only friend might be your bartender right. that you go and see. And before the bars was open back up, people was like, I wish I could have a drink. You know what I'm saying? You may have somebody, that, you know, that's a club owner or a restaurant owner that contributes thousands, if not millions of dollars to the community. That's true. You know too. what I'm saying? So they suffer it. But, you know, you found that out. So it's like, okay, so, you know, as a, again, as a parent, you can figure out where to steal your child in terms of just, you know, professions that they could do to earn money. Not your passion, not your calling, you know, what you're going to do to pay bills. You can pay bills this way, and, like, this is our passion. We like radio and, you know, whatever, whatever. But we don't pay our bills with it yet. We trying to, yo, help us do that. <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> help us do that. You know what I'm saying? Help us do that. Right. But the thing is, is that you saw, you you saw, you know, you know what's official. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that, and we, this is another probably future episode. Like people in financial services, whether it's insurance, stocks, investing, we should unionize. That's a big thing now going on. People is investing because everything that's going yeah, on. Yeah, we should we should unionize, and I say that if you do mortgages because you have all these firms. Opening up, closing, changing the pay rate constantly, and you don't you don't know how you're gonna live your life. It's not fair because you're coming in doing the same job every day. You selling mortgage, you selling insurance. Why well, my pay got change all the time? And we were unionized, you can't do that shit. Or it'd be a situation where you know your your contract is negotiated once a year. Right. And if you wanted to make a change, then us as a union would agree to it or disagree to it. But you signed the contract. You signed up for it. You signed the contract, and I think that it should be like stipulations on who can join the union. Because you know, if you, if you fresh out out of class, I don't think you should get that because you haven't paid your dues. I think that if you've been a professional for five years or longer, then yeah, because a union is gonna make sure that you get a certain wage. And if you suck, 
I mean, I'm just being real. That's real. If you suck, then nah. You know what I'm saying? If you can, you know, demonstrate five years of, you know, of, of experience of you being in compliance and you having, you know, minimum production, you know, results, then you, you your pay tier should be X, Y, Z. You shouldn't be a top performer with an organization. That organization closed down and y'all part ways and you got to start at the bottom again. That's the only industry where that happens. You know, like, for real, where it happens, not, and it's not, you know, and you were agent, agent, but it's like, well, you're, you, you were a hot hitter, but we're going to start you here. No, I mean, if you just sold millions out of a premium consistently, you should get compensated as such. Right. You know, and it should be tiered out somehow. I mean, so I, I do. It's certain That's the industry that should be. And I say that because, you know, in financial services, you know, it's hyper-aggressive, you know, you don't hit them numbers, you don't make your mortgage. That's and so right. you'll do whatever it takes to push them policies through that you may and may not have <laughs> should have written. <laughs> like, you know that lady was 400 pounds, man. Why you flush that out like that? You know what I mean? But then, when you have, and you doing that because you hungry. Whereas if you have those certain, you can focus on your job. And that reduces the corruption, you know, or the fraud. You know what I'm saying? You're going to always have fraud because, you know, for some people, some people it's never enough, you know, which is why you have people that do the Ponzi scams. You're making a million a year, but you want to scam others for four million a year. Right. Because you want three or four yachts. That's the, you know, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's an inherent character flaw. You're going to always have that, and no matter what you do, from investments to a nigga making your sandwich at Subway, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe make you know, you know, you have somebody taking the meat home or the nuggets home from McDonald's or whatever. You know what I mean? Because right. they feel entitled to that. It's people like that, but generally speaking, I think that this experience has showed us that most people in America are genuinely great people. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Most people well, if, mean well. And it's just a you, product of their environment and, and what you, they're raised around. If you give a person a livable wage. People will be happy with that, but our society is so driven towards you got to be the best, the best, the best. Right, if someone best is doing the their job, set. if someone is doing their job, whatever it is, at a high level, and they're happy, they're happy in their job, they're happy with that pay, they know they're gonna get X amount every two weeks, or once a month, or whatever they get paid, and they're cool with that. Leave them alone. Right. <laughs> Leave right. them alone. But, you know, but the thing is the shareholders, you know, they want more, 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 more. It's like, dude, you're getting a steady return. Late fall back, bro. Take some of that, that profit and do something else with it. You know, but, you know, we've got to the point to where companies are squeezing workers to, to there's nothing left. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? For real. But, again, Juke Radio, what we're about, what we're about, if you talk about, you know, workplace issues, Mm-hmm. Um, on and off the clock and other issues that affect us as workers and just, you know, people in general. So, you know, we may get political. We may not. We're trying to stay away from that. But, you know, especially now, it's uh, it's hard to avoid. You know, so that being said, uh, you got any final comments? Because we got to wrap it up. We got <laughs> we got Clutch Players University coming in with Nicole Ray. Jay. That's a, that's a for 40 inch slip. <laughs> <laughs> She's coming on. You know, I want to thank everybody for rocking with us today. We're going to be back next week. Um, another hot show. 
Uh, we're going to be on time next time. But, you know, it's Juneteenth, baby. Yeah, it was Juneteenth. We it's Juneteenth. So we was late because we was partying. Because <laughs> <laughs> we was partying. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to party some more. Matter of fact, we about to go out the air right now. <laughs> <laughs> party. Yo, but again, it's Richie Carlisle. We got Ramona Stacks. Ramona Stacks is in the building. It was a pleasure to be here as usual. Thank no you doubt. So much. Ramona motherfucking stacks. Motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> stacks. I was like, what? When you had that day. I was like, that's what's up. So, yo, follow us. Uh, follow We Up Radio at WeUpRadio.com uh, on everything. You know what I mean? Follow us. Rock with us. Follow J- at Juke Radio everywhere. Um, you can follow me, Richie Carlisle, at Richie Carlisle, IG, um, Twitter. I don't know. Do I have a Twitter? Twitter gets you fired. Not sure. <laughs> Twitter gets you fired, man. But, yo, we out. want to thank y'all for checking with us, man. We're going to be back next week. 11 o'clock. We hope. We, we should be good. If everything works out well, it'll be 11. It'll be 11. We hope. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't have no money, don't call my phone. Workplace informants, man, leave me alone. I'm trying to figure out where we go on the lunch. So me and Crooked Halo can go smoke this blunt. Scam Co. Incorporated State.